Quaker Puff Rice Sparkies bring you... Bring you Gary and the Pirate. Only ten more days until, well, you'll say to Christmas. But out in the rugged snow-covered mountains, Terry and his friends are counting the days until they're rescued from the lonely, isolated village of Sichang. True, Terry found his long-lost half-sister, Ginger Lee, in this village where she's been working as head of a small sanatorium. But unless our friends are given assistance, they'll be snowed in here all winter. So steps have to be taken to arrange for their release. Oh, here comes Baker with a bang bang. Wake up, up, rice, barkies. The rice that's got from guns. Family's favorite breakfast. The rice that's got from guns. Wake up, up, rice, barkies. Have vitamins to sell. These steps to wake the pep. And boy, the taste is well. Here comes Baker with a bang bang. Hello, gang. You ready for a riddle? Okie doke. Why is a healthy boy like the United States? The answer is because he possesses a good constitution. Just a moment, officer. I'll be right with you. And say, gang, tell me, what should every healthy fellow or girl do every single morning? Why, eat a tasty, nourishing breakfast, that's what. And boy, oh boy, what tastes better than a bowl full of Quaker puffed wheat or puffed rice barkies? Yep, with milk and sugar and topped with your favorite fruit. Gang, nothing tastes better, except maybe two bowlfuls. Talk about nourishing. Quaker puff wheat and rice parkies supply restored natural grain amounts of vitamin D1, niacin, and iron. And what's more, these giant tender kingpin kernels just melt in your mouth. Delicious? Oh, man, oh, man. They're shot from guns. Exploded eight times normal size. Magnified, crispified, and shot through with swell, nut-like flavor. Don't be missing out. Get both kinds. That's so you can enjoy the wheat one time, rice the next. Look for the famous Quaker man on each big red and blue package. That means it's the one and only Quaker puff wheat and puff rice party. Take a sheet of newspaper and crumple it up. That's the way the snow-covered Chinese mountains would look from the air. And tucked away down in one of the wrinkled valleys is the pinpoint village of Sichang, some 80 miles from Chongqing. Pat Ryan, Terry, and their friends started inland for Chungking by plane from the coastal town of Hong Kong. But the plane was forced down. There was trouble with the Lolos. Escape. And then the winter snows closed in, locking our friends in a small valley. When the Elada Hotshot Charlie transport failed to arrive... More than one plane was dispatched from Chongqing to search for the missing group. But all planes came back with the same report. No trace of the ship in the mountains. And in one of the air transport offices in Chongqing, a huge, bushy-browed man is clumping up and down across the floor. He's Jim Proudhorn, chief of the Interworld News. I flew in here from Hong Kong, Major. First time I've trusted my hide in a plane in three years. 
But I couldn't rest back there. I feel a personal responsibility for those people. Oh, Mr. Flathorn, excuse me, but you should not feel too strongly about this affair. Hmm, but I do. I was the one who got Ryan and his party to leave Hong Kong and start for this place. I guess. Well, I'll have to admit it. I pulled a lot of tricks to get Ryan to change his mind. He didn't want to make the flight, but... Well, I'll never forgive myself if... What's the latest report, Major Sam? All pilot report good visibility, but no trace of plane. They've looked closely, I suppose. From five to ten thousand feet above ground, visibility is good in cold weather. Uh-huh. But distance is poor. Recent snowfall cover all things. Yes, I know, I know. You're doing everything humanly possible, and, and, and keep trying, will you? It is our duty, Mr. Frodo. I've never had anything bother me so much. A fine group, all five of them. Ryan, Terry, Mr. Leda, and Connie, and that uh, scatterbrained young Charlotte. Uh, you'll keep me informed, Major. Let me know every single detail. I'll not rest until I found them. Big Jim Proudhorn returned to the tiny interworld office in Chungking and personally typed out a dispatch to be sent to Hong Kong and thence to the States and other parts of the world. A reporter, always a reporter, I guess. I suppose if I could, I'd write the news about my own funeral. Now, here, Jackson, get this on the Hong Kong wire. You'll see I've been a little cagey about the facts. But it's a news item, no matter how bad it may be.